Welcome, Raptors enthusiasts. This is the Raptors Abroad Podcast. Niggity mic check. One, two. What is happening, my people? This is your boy, Sam. This is the Raptors Abroad Podcast. The podcast where I break down every single Toronto Raptors basketball game. Through the power of League Pass... And podcasting, I get to be the Toronto Raptors broadcaster from abroad. Self-nominated, but I will take it. So we're on game 15 of the Toronto Raptors 2015-2016 NBA season, taken on the LA Clippers. Raps had a weekend in LA, coming off a victory against the Lakers, which isn't something to boast about this year, but... Nice for the T-Raps. Get to go in there on Friday, hang out for a bit. DeMar DeRozan, who's from L.A., Compton to be specific. Got to sleep in his own bed for a couple days. That's going to help the T-Raps. And it's a Sunday afternoon game taking on the L.A. Clippers. And I actually caught this game close to real time. Started 8.30 p.m. here in London. So I got back home around 10, tossed that on, and just a beautiful experience to not have any commercials not have to sit through timeouts I do miss hearing some of the broadcasters comments but ah, it is such a pleasure when halftime is literally 5 seconds the power of league pass alright so let's see where these teams are at well they started off the season pretty darn similar the Raptors started out 5-0 and Clippers started out 4-0 and then the Raptors turned around had a 2-5 and stretch And the Clippers, well, they matched the T-Raps with a little 2-6 and stretch. Doing them one better, actually. So both teams looking to get back on track. A little bit of history from last year. The T-Raps, 2-0 against the Clippers. I mean, this is a stacked squad. I mean, this is a squad with Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan. I mean, that alone should be enough to win you a bunch of ballgames. Then you talk on... J.J. Redick, you got the coach's son, Austin Rivers, in there. You got Jam Crawford tearing things up, who loves to do damage against the T-Raps. It's a tough matchup, folks. And last but not least, of course, I got to mention the new addition, P-Dub. And you know, as a Toronto Raptor fan, we want to stick it to Paul Pierce any chance we get. I don't care if it's early in the regular season. So P-Dub starting for the Clippers change in the Raptors starting lineup after the injury to Jonas Valanciunas broke his hand on the forearm of Kobe Bryant last ballgame and Biombo next man up is stepping up in this ballgame so he's got the start so we're all set up the 8 and 6 T-Raps taking on the 6 and 6 LA Clippers let's get into it first quarter JJ Redick starts out hot Three triples in the first five minutes. The third of which at the 735 mark answering a Luis Scola three. So the Raptors were doing a little bit of damage as well. But with that Roddick three, Raptors down three, 14, 11. 624 mark, some more good play from Scola. Feeds Bismack Biombo underneath. And Biombo, who was way underneath the basket, elevates from the left side to the right side and goes up for what looked like a reverse dunk. He wasn't up quite high enough but good coordination to sort of flick it up and over the rim nice athleticism there from Bismack 
So we're missing JV, but interested to see what Biombo can bring in a lot of minutes in a ball game. That tied up the game at 16. 539 mark, the athletic freak DeAndre Jordan flies up, blocks Damare Carroll, who's in for a layup, but gets robbed. Referees blow it, call a goaltend, because it just didn't look like someone could get up that high to get it. it. Looked like he must have pinned it off the backboard. So some of that alien DNA working against DeAndre Jordan on that play. Free pair of points for the T-Raps, and I'm not complaining, just pointing it out. 11 seconds later, Damari Carroll, who had himself an amazing first half, picks J.J. Reddick's pocket, gives it up to Luis Scola. Scola on the break. Blake Griffin behind him tries to wrap him up, but amazingly, not strong enough. Luis Scola able to muscle through the contact and put one up and in for the and one. And that gave the Raptors a five-point lead, 21-16. 3-10 mark, Biombo doing some more work underneath, causing all kinds of problems on the offensive glass. Tips one to Tupat. Tupat gets in for the easy layup. 20 seconds later at the 249 mark, Damari Carroll with the defense steals a cross-court pass, gives it up to Kyle Lowry, runs the floor, Lowry gives it right back. Carroll in there for the layup. And more Carroll just a minute later. Nailing a pull-up from the top of the key gives the Raptors a 10-point lead, 29-19. 33 seconds to go, Kyle Lowry attempting a three-ball. He gets hacked, so he goes to the line for three free throws, makes two of them. And then with seven-tenths of a second to go, Lowry again earning a trip to the free-throw line, this time doing it on the drive. Helping the Raptors maintain that 10-point lead. It's 33-23 after one quarter. And the T-Raps, who have been starting off super slow in first quarters this season. This is a very welcome surprise. Second quarter. And the Clippers looking extremely sloppy. First couple of minutes, a few unforced turnovers, couple of fouls, and the Raptors take advantage. I mean... It would take me a while to break down every highlight, but basically five Raptors got a couple of scores each, it felt like, and the lead gets pushed to 18. That's right, 18. The Raptors are up 43-25. So I'm going to jump to the 5-11 mark of this second quarter. I'm going to go to Damare Carroll. Dude had it going on. Hits a pull-up three in transition. Raptors now up 21, 48-27. Clippers cannot by a basket. No field goals the last six and a half minutes. But Damare Carroll not having those troubles at all. He steps up, knocks down his second three of the quarter. Paul Pierce tries to answer at the 403 mark. This is a wide open look. And Carroll again striking from deep. Three in a row for Damare. It's 53-27 Toronto. And the Clipper fans are starting to boo, ladies and gentlemen. The Raptors have taken over the Staples Center this weekend. 3.30 mark. Chris Paul finally gets one to fall for the Clippers. Hits a mid-range jumper. But 23 seconds later, Kyle Lowry stripping Paul Pierce. Outlets it to Damare Carroll. And Carroll goes to a nifty behind-the-back dribble. Running top speed to avoid a steal from Chris Paul. Gets fouled by J.J. Redick. Goes to the free-throw line. Split the pair. And that was actually his first miss of the game. He was just on fire. And it was 56-29 Toronto. 2.52 mark. Chris Paul drives. Looks to the corner for Lance Stevenson. You remember Lance Stevenson. 
Dude was up and coming with the Indiana Pacers, then had a brief stint in Charlotte, and now he's stuck riding the pine over there with the Clippers. And you can see why. He gets himself a couple minutes on the court. Paul on the drive. Lance supposed to be in the corner, but he instead decides to cut. And Paul just sails the pass out of bounds. 140 mark. Kyle Lowry hits a turnaround fadeaway. That's his first field goal of the game. DeMar DeRozan, his backcourt mate, also just has one field goal, although he's made seven free throws. Unbelievable that the Raptors have been able to build such a huge lead with their two stars not doing any of the damage. And I think they were feeling left out. I think Kyle wanted to get in on the act, so with 50 seconds to go in the first half, Lowry knocks down a three ball, and folks, the lead is at 29 against the LA Clippers, 63-34. And the score stayed that way at the end of the half. So your Raptors, 29-point lead. After two, they outscored the Clippers in that second quarter, 30-11. 19-point disparity there. Big reason for it, 13 turnovers for the Clippers, just four for the Raptors. Damari Carroll, when you add it all up, people, 21 points in the first half, 8 of 8 from the field. Yep, that's how you earn your $60 million, homie. Blake Griffin, on the other hand, just two points. It was a really weird half. I mean, the Raptors were playing well, I'll give them credit, but the Clippers were also just playing terrible. They had some open looks that they could not knock down. Unforced turnovers. I don't know what's going on. Not looking good over there. So after putting up 63 points in the first half, you figure the Raptors get this squad figured out. Right? Well, you'd be wrong. You'd be very wrong. Alright, the Raptors struggle the first six minutes of this third quarter. They cannot get anything to go. It looks like they've changed places with the LA Clippers. It's a complete turnaround. Six minutes to go. Kyle Lowry blocked by DeAndre Jordan on the drive. Chris Paul goes back the other way, hits a three ball. Lead is cut to 21. So 29 point lead, cut down to 21. Still a pretty massive lead. All right, but keep listening. 344 mark, I'm gonna give you the one Raptor highlight from this quarter. Luis Scola with an incredible tip in. Crashing the offensive glass, Tupat missed a three ball, and Scola able to reach up behind his head. I mean, the ball had already sailed past him, and he was able to just tip it in off high glass with a touch just off the fingertip. Very impressive. I mean, I'm sure there's some luck involved, but, you know, gotta be good to be lucky. And that calmed things down. Raptors up 24, so reestablishing some of that lead. But that was a false sense of security. The Clippers keep digging in. 51.6 seconds to go. Luis Scola, DeAndre Jordan. They've got a jump ball. It's in the Clippers' end. And Jordan, I mean, this just, I'm not, this is no diss on Luis Scola. There's nothing he could do here. But this just shows how athletic DeAndre Jordan is. On the jump ball, instead of trying to win the tip, he just goes up and volleyball spikes it down to the Raptors' end. Wesley Johnson was there ahead of the pack, and he gets a fast break dunk out of it. The Raptors try to counter, 25.8 seconds to go. T. Ross, wide open, 4-3, unable to connect. DeAndre Jordan goes the other way on the miss and somehow gets all the way ahead of the pack for the fast break dunk. Big man can run the floor. And with that little flurry at the end, the Raptor lead, that was 29, has been cut down to 16. 71-55. 
And that was the score after three quarters. So let's do a little math here. The Raptors, 63 points after two quarters, 71 points after three quarters. That's eight points in the third? After dropping 63, the Raptors can only come up with eight points in the third quarter. I mean, that's got to be a team record. I don't know what the team record is, but if we've scored less than eight, I don't even want to know about it. But an unbelievable collapse there, and somehow still up 16. Clippers managed to only score 21 in the quarter. They could have really just completely wiped out that lead. I would love to know what Doc Rivers said in that halftime to his squad because some adjustments were clearly made. T-Raps could not do a thing. Fourth quarter. And it's the coach's son, Austin Rivers, stepping up his game in the start of this fourth quarter. So he flies in for a layup to start the scoring. And going back to the third quarter, by the way, it's a 10-0 run. And it's 71-57 now for the T-Raps, 14-point game. Rivers gets another score. Then Jamal Crawford, who's been absolutely silent in this ball game, comes up with a pair of free throws. And then it's Rivers again, very next Clipper possession. Rebounds his own missed three ball and then puts in a floater. And the Raptor lead that was 29, I know I keep saying it, but it's now in single digits. 20 points have been shaved off of the lead. It's now 73-64. A three-possession ball game. Oh, wait. Just two minutes later, it's now a two-possession ball game. Wesley Johnson in the left corner knocks down a three ball. The Raptors now 73-67. to 73. You remember they had 63 after 24 minutes. And then they managed just 10 points over the next 17 minutes. What is going on? The Raptors have missed 10 consecutive shots. Until finally, the star, Damar, who cannot be embarrassed at home. He ain't going out like that. 631 mark stops the bleeding with a driving layup. And how do you get back on track? You do it with some defense. Next Clipper possession, Damari Carroll steals a bad pass from Austin Rivers. Raptors come up with a score, and it's a 77-67 ball game now. Raptors with a 10-point lead. 5.36 mark, Raptors get some more help from the referees. Blake Griffin with a catch-and-shoot turnaround layup on the low left block, but gets called for the offensive foul. I believe he got his arms into Scola, but certainly didn't look like an offensive foul to me. But again... Not going to complain on that one. And to make it even worse for the Clippers, Luis Scola goes down the other way, knocks down a mid-range jumper. Lead gets pushed back to a dozen. Feeling a little bit more comfortable. 307 mark, Corey Joseph. Just wanted to mention Corey Joseph, to be honest, and he gave me good reason with a beautiful play here. Breaks down the defense, goes in for the nifty reverse layup, and it was another broadcaster burn, because just... As he laid it in, they were going on about how the Raptors are so reliant on Kyle Lowry and can't do much without him on the court with the ball in his hands. So that maintained the 12-point lead, and the Raptors hang on to win this one by 11. 91-80. I am sure glad there was not a fifth quarter, because that second half was not 
Purdy, but your Raptors come away with the W and improve to 9-6 and six on the season. Let's hit the box score. Clippers with a boring box score. JJ Redick leading the squad with 17 points. I guess it's not so boring in the sense that Blake Griffin just had 9 points on 4 of 10 shooting. I mean, how does that happen? How do, I just don't understand. 9 points for Blake. Paul Pierce, by the way, 0 of 2 from the field, just 2 points. DeAndre Jordan, well, he kind of did his thing with 13 points and 15 rebounds. Also doing his thing by missing 3 free throws, going 1 of 4. But that's it. There's not much to talk about there. I guess they just scored 80 points. So what are you gonna? What are you really gonna be reading off of that? So on to the T-Raps box score, and it's pretty. I like it. You got three starters going for 20 or more. Luis Scola, eight of 16 from the field. Damari Carroll, well, he went 0 of 5 in the second half, but he finished eight of 13. And Demar Derozan, only four of 16 from the field, but 13 of 14 from the free throw line. And that's just so easy to overlook too. But it makes such a difference in the ball game. Just causes so many problems when the team's always in trouble fouling. They're losing players. They're putting other teams in the bonus. And DeMar DeRozan is a big part of putting pressure on the opponent's defense. And if you really want to measure what a difference they are, just look at the free throw disparity. The Raptors, 29 of 31. That is what I'm talking about. 93.5% from the free throw line. The Clippers, 15 of 20. So 11 less attempts and 14 less makes. Hmm. Raptors win by 11. Well, there's the difference right there, isn't it? It's a nice W from your T-Raps. I'm going to give the game ball to Damare Carroll because he was just running things in that first half that set it up. And amazingly, that was enough to coast through to a victory against the powerhouse LA Clippers, who are not looking like such a powerhouse this season, which makes zero sense. And speaking of powerhouses, next ball game Wednesday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they have been looking pretty darn dominant. I've been watching all their games and they're running out to nasty leads on people. I mean, it's not even entertaining anymore. <laughs> they're just stomping people. I'm lying. It's very entertaining. Make sure you check out some Cleveland Cavaliers games. You know, I think I've just gotten used to LeBron now. I mean, he's just so he's so dynamic and exciting. And that, I think that's why we're so fired up about Steph Curry. Who, by the way, are going for the record against the L.A. Lakers in this building. I believe they're traveling to the Staples Center to try and pick this one up. I think they're going for number 16 in a row. So I'm tired of saying it now. If you haven't checked them out, I mean, you're crazy. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not checking out Golden State Warriors basketball as well, I don't know what you're doing. You got to get into it, man. Steph Curry is putting on one of the best shows I've seen since Jordan. I know that's just talking crazy talk. I'm getting excited. But, man, this is, this is a long stretch that he's been hanging on to this high level of play. And it's, you know, at first it just looked fluky. It looked like some Lynn Sanity. But, man, how does he keep doing it? All right, that's it for this Raptors Abroad podcast. Thanks for checking it out. Thanks for hanging with your boy, Sam. Thanks for sticking with me. And thanks for rap presenting for you, T-Raps. And I'm out. And I'm out. And I'm out.